Welcome to another episode of Soul Feeling. I'm Tiffany. I'm Jasmine. And I'm Kobe. And today we are talking about trimming the fat. And we do not mean the fat on our arms, thighs, and definitely not the fat on our booties. We are talking about the fat that we held on into life. Kobe, um, you want to discuss this topic and just tell us the background of where you got this from. Yes, I saw a post that said, um, it basically said the same thing, trim the fat, trim those bad habits, those negative energy and thoughts, friends that don't show friend qualities, you know, just really uh, trim all that toxic stuff out of your life. And then they said, if you do this frequently, you will find yourself with more energy and no irrelevant things to worry about. And it just resonated with me. Because during one of the beautiful things that have come out of quarantine is that I've been able to cut out the excess fat in my life. I've been able to cut out the excess spending, you know, excess eating, just all the unnecessary things that I was kind of doing. I've been able to eliminate that from my life. I'm starting to think about what is life going to be like, you know, when I start to enter back into the world, you know, same habits or am I going to continue some of the things that I have implemented while in quarantine? Mm. that's really good yeah definitely during this time we have been able to cut off the things that we don't really believe that everything's supposed to be essential and as things are opening back up you do realize it's easy to slip back into the same old habits the same old spending habits guys i was just at target the other day and uh (laughs) But uh, but it does make you think twice about, well, what do I really need? I've been saving all this money. Um, do I really need, you know, this mug or whatever? It just makes you double think. And I think that's what God wanted for us within this pandemic to reset our minds into just make us think twice instead of doing the normal. And I'm, I'm appreciative of it. And I know like a lot of people have been hurt during this pandemic, but it just has been a time for us to really lean on God through whatever situation we're in and just rethink our lives. I think he, he's almost given us a second chance. So I'm excited about this topic today. I am too. I am too. And just going back, it does make you think like, hmm, once the world gets back in the flow, like, like you don't want to get back into those, you know, the, the, the way of life and just letting life take over everything. And I, I did think about that at first for like for a split second, like going back to Kobe's point, like, I don't want to find myself. But one thing I did learn in the quarantine is, you know, like, I want to remember y'all, I used to be the one, that friend that'd be like, I need to go shopping. And then it's like two years later and I still need to go shopping from that same first time I said I needed to go shopping. Mm-hmm. And so but with all the, the stores being closed down, it just really made me want to be more intentional about when the time, when, when things do open back up. And of course, I'm, I'm waiting, even when they do say y'all can go shopping, I'm still going to be like, but um, I'm going to be taking precautions. I might not be like super, uh, but I'm, I'm going to take healthy precautions. But it does make you, it made me really appreciate when things do open up, like being really intentional about treating myself, being intentional about, you know, picking things out that make you feel empowered. I don't know. It's just something about it. And it, and it took it being cut off and taken away from me to actually see like, like just, it seems so mundane, like shopping, but like you really, it really is, it's a healthy balance that I think that I needed. I, and in going without it made me realize like, okay, don't take things for granted, but um, not getting, I, and, but thinking back to the point, like, I don't want to get um, caught into the way of life. I think this time has been what, three months now, and it only takes 21 days to create a habit. So I think if we stay positive and very intentional, these good habits, these solid foundations that we're setting 
we will be able to carry them over. And like you were saying to like, and be able to, you know, weigh out the good and the bad, like, do I really need this? Or, you know, should I take this thing or, and like I'm saying, or is it intentional? I really am supposed to get these new jeans or this popping wardrobe open, you know, because just little things can help and little things can hurt. So it definitely helps you, you know, look at both sides. So I wanted to ask you guys, so we're talking about trimming the fat, and I believe like during this time, there's, there's been things that um, we have trimmed out of our lives or not indulged in so much, but then there's also things that in quarantine, it makes you realize some of the bad habits that you have because you get all this extra time. And you said in the past, man, if I only had more time and now you have it, but you're still doing the same thing. I wanna know what are some of the habits that you have not conquered yet that you need to trim right now? Uh, and you know, it's always, always, now is always a good time to start trimming the fat. Uh, so I don't know, I just want to see what kind of things y'all are dealing with right now that y'all need to trim personally in your life. And y'all know I don't ever give them a heads up when I'm asking them questions. <laughs> so it's a quote um, by Anthony Robbins, and he says, it's not what we do once in a while that shapes our lives, but what we do consistently. And um, that's it for me, is just being consistent. And then also <laughs> stopping the consistency of the bad habits and implementing consistency with the good habits so um it's relearning some things or unlearning some things as far as um you know being more consistent with social media and trying to find ways to be more active with social media um whether i'm with with you know with soul feeling mm -hmm. and um being more consistent with that um because I mean, working out consistently, that that comes, I can do that. I can wake up every day and do that, but I just have to find for me that rhythm and being consistent with, you know, posting and being active on social media. Yeah. So for me, um, I would say that, well, it kind of goes into the negative thoughts process and this is what we're going to talk about a little later but some things that you know I would like to conquer it I mean that I feel like I'm yet to conquer and I feel like it's ebbs and flows you know something sometimes you feel like you got everything in wraps and then other times you like you know things just start getting the best of you so one thing is just like those negative thoughts like when things are going bad what do you tell yourself and so it's funny because Jarvis actually asked me this and he's reading this book called a uh, gorilla mindset and so and it made me think because at first I couldn't think like what are some things that you tell yourself when situations are are bad or so to speak or not or not necessarily bad just things are not going your way and so one thing I find myself doing is asking myself a lot of what ifs and playing out what if scenarios and just creating sometimes the what if scenario of not the outcome that I actually want, just out of fear, doubt, you know, things that just go through my mind. And so that's something I really want to to really eliminate because that takes away your own peace and happiness. That's like, just, it's just, this is something that I have control over. And so that I would like to just really eliminate out of my life. Um, I have, I, I'm very, um, thankful that I have been a lot more consistent with things that um, I said I have been wanting to do, such as the posting on Instagram and, you know, things like that. I'm, I'm really excited about the growth for that area. Um, but I just feel like there's always different things I'm learning that I want to implement, you know, working on our plans that we're, um, we have for the upcoming year for soul filling. I'm, I'm, always you know I just always feel like we could do better and more there's always room for growth and improvement with our goals that we're wanting to reach and that we have to reach this year and um and then family time this quarantine 
has just really made me cherish the time with all of my family, just everyone, family, friends, loved ones, all of that. It's just, and this is, it kind of sucks because it's like, this is not the time you want to improve on that. But it's like, even um, just calling more, being intentional with texting my family members or checking on them, seeing how they're doing. And then not only stopping this, like we were saying earlier, once the quarantine ends, but continuing to keep that that intentional care and, 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 you know, wanting to be present in their lives because these are the people we love. So those are the three for me or four. <laughs> How about for you two? Beautiful. Um, it's actually been a lot of things. Um, the first thing that comes to mind is not procrastinating. Um, it goes back to our, our episode two weeks ago, procrastination or something like that. <laughs> why are we procrastinating and I've just seen myself doing that um mm-hmm. on social media too much on um, like I get distracted very easily but not only procrastinating in a way that's like um I want to say it's I don't want to say it's it's harmful to getting your goals done um you know I still get them done and I still am very persistent but also see myself procrastinating when like maybe somebody asks me to do something like my mom asked me to do the dishes I do I'm like okay I'll do the dishes but I usually do it like the next when I feel like I want to do them or um someone texts me and I won't text them back until I feel like I want to text them back or I don't email someone until I feel like and that's just a very selfish way to live um it's creating a space where I only do things when I feel like it, which is not very proactive for me and my goals. And it's also not fair to people that are trying to get me to do something. Really being a trustworthy person to myself and to others. I mean, I feel like I'm very reliable, but I would just like to be even more reliable. Number two is just um, trimming the fat of like not worrying. As much because just like you're saying, Jasmine, um, that, that doubt starts to creep in a lot. And um, especially when you're about to make a major move in your life. Um, mm. and I think we're all making major moves in our lives at this moment. And this is the time um, uh, the enemy, I guess, or negative thoughts creep in more because, they're, because it's trying to keep you away from what I believe your destiny and you have to realize that when there's um, maybe like a, a spiritual warfare that know that you're on the right track and know that um, those negative thoughts are just trying to get you away from your purpose. But in a way, it's kind of letting you know that you're on the right track. And so my, my thing has been the past few weeks is just like um, really fighting for your fairy tale for your destiny for your purpose because in your mind your your happiness because there's things that could happen in your life um that you can't control and so you know I'm not saying it's an overnight thing to just be happy but you must be consistent of feeding yourself with happy thoughts and consistent with you know leaning on God consistent with not giving up with taking healthy habits because after a while it will finally click because God's like you're 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 fighting so I'm gonna fight with you and finally he will unlift the veil like everything is gonna be okay and so I'm just want to be more consistent and not worrying about things um because I found when um you worry about things it just makes you panic and we, when we worry about things, it's just a it's a lesson of your faith and just continuously building my faith so I can be able to live the life I feel like God wants me to have. And I know that was a mouthful, but I just, you know, we talk about this all the time, but like we say in almost every podcast, all the things that we say in these podcasts, it has to be a consistent practice over and over again because things are going to come up you know over and over again in your life and we're going to need to know how to handle that thing and I know that leaning on God and focusing on your purpose and just mm. vigilant um that's going to get us through every single time it does it does 
oh my god i just want to go back to when you said that you when you're reaching for something huge that's when the doubts start to creep in it's like when you was doing something mediocre small you weren't even thinking about it it's just on <laughs> autopilot you just a flowing and going but then when you're trying to do something you, and, and when you think about something huge it's something for one never done before before never done this before so it's like okay that's already major like red flags are going off in your mind like okay you don't know where to start and then when you tell other people they like you ain't never done that before that's not your area of expertise you ain't go to school for that you like just certain their doubts start coming up and then it's just like you you and when i say you i'm talking to myself as well like we have to not care about what other people think if it's a vision that that i'm gonna just say it's imparted by god from you from god straight to you signed sealed and delivered it's not for everyone to understand and everyone won't understand it and what ends up happening sometimes our visions get killed our dreams get crushed because we we focus so much on the the doubts the 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 fears the how i don't know how it could possibly happen that we never actually get started and then when we never get started that's when we look down the line and we like the regret creeps in like i could if only i would have started two years ago if only i would have started last year if only i would have started yesterday like we can start these things it's like with anything you've ever started it's gonna take some some time some work some research figuring things out but think about it and i have to tell my students this in school and when they're like learning different where we're introducing new topics and sometimes some of them their first reaction will be like miss i don't know how to do um monohybrid punnett squares and i'm like okay that's because you've never done it before but then at the end of the lesson oh this was fun today miss i know how to do it it's like at one point in time we all didn't know how to do something anything but we what, what did we do we learned we figured it out so there everything like marie folio always says everything is figure outable everything is figure outable and it's just up to us to yes you're gonna may have some doubts but to go push past them doubts yes you may have some people that don't believe like i'm actually 100 percent certain you're gonna have some people that don't believe in you or think that that's a little bit too much or far-fetched or that probably won't work or that's dumb or that's a pyramid screen whatever the case may be just if you know in your heart of hearts that this is for you and you can genuinely get behind it and you can feel confident in marketing it like standing behind it then by all means it's for you and you can do it and i think we should do it <laughs> yeah yeah that's good y'all you know i was just sitting here thinking like just as you know they say like home is where the heart is like that's also mm -hmm. where the junk is and it's like our brain and our minds is like our home too, mm -hmm. in a sense and it's like you have to declutter and get that junk out get that trash get those trashy thoughts out you have to like intentionally just take those out of your mind and but i'm, I'm so glad that y'all said it and y'all hit on hit on all those points jasmine you were talking about sometimes you might tell somebody your um vision and then their and then their doubts start to creep in that's that's a part of trimming the fat um mm -hmm. about the thing in text messages is trimming the fat with people in your life um not everybody um is supposed to be in your life forever and not everybody is supposed to be in your life especially if they're constantly bringing negativity to you and mm -hmm. i don't know where this quote is from but um it's something like you want to be around the people who make you love yourself and so um you know, when you start thinking about your relationships, just think, and this is friendships, this is family relationships, this is significant other relationships. Does that person make you love yourself? Or does this person make you feel unwanted? Does this person make you feel like you're not valuable or that you're stupid? You know, and you can really gauge it how much you put in relationships 
based on how much they make you feel like you love yourself. Like I can honestly say like you girls, y'all make me feel like I'm such a good person and my mom feel like I can do anything in the world and my brother, he encourages me so much. And so it's just like when other people come in and say something maybe like that isn't from the heart or make you feel type of way, I'm not used to that because I'm used to love. I'm used to feeling good. And so just be cognizant of how people make you feel and how how people make you feel about yourself. And then you'll be able to say, let me back away from you. I'm not saying that I'm cutting you out of my life, but I'm not gonna let you impede on my joy, my, my love and my peace. So we could be friends, but maybe we don't need to be friends. Either way, I'm not allowing your energy to mess up the joy I have inside. And I know there's a scripture that says like, like protect your heart. Um, and so that's what we need to do. We need to protect our heart. So yes, we're gonna call those negative people in those negative places vampires. Um, I've been watching this TV show called True Blood. Kyle told me about it. And so we don't remove the vampires from our life because they just suck the blood out of us, suck the energy out of us, and they just aren't good for us. Like, so basically with the, like Tiff, you were saying, you got to get the, those people out of our life. As Kobe was saying, they're called the vampires. So it just makes me think, you want to make sure every relationship is a win-win. And every win-win relationship might look different. And I was just thinking that in terms of, okay, let's say if you have a dream or something or a vision and say you have a person that they don't really believe in the dream um, for whatever reason, maybe it's, you know, they're because of their upbringings, they wasn't exposed to certain things like that. Or maybe they, oh, I know someone personally, I'm not going to blast who they are, but I know someone that every time I give this particular person, one of my dreams, she goes on to tell me about a, a sob story of how someone else failed at doing that. So let's just say, for instance, if I was to say, I'm going to, hmm, I'm going to, I'm trying to think of something that's like extreme, but not too extreme. Like, I'm going to, I'm going to go paint my, my, I'm going to paint my, my room in my, in my room, in my house that this person would say, oh no, I don't think you should paint your room in your home. Um, I know a lady that painted her room in her home and she bought the wrong type of paint and that paint destroyed her whole, her walling and she had to get new walls installed in her house because so I don't think that that's a good idea for you to paint that and so it's like but I love this person and do I want to cut this person off absolutely not I really don't I just want to love them but I know I can't present certain dreams to them in the infant stage of the dream when it's still like a little like I, when I'm not even sure if I know how to do it I can't go tell them because they gonna talk me out of it and then I'm gonna be like you know what you're right I'll probably mess up the whole house knowing that I can paint a wall but and you know I'll just start second I guess you know what maybe I should hire somebody because I need a professional but it's just like but I still want to still want to paint the house maybe I should just paint I'm, I'm using figuratively speaking here so if say I paint the room now I can say you just manifested your dream now you can show that person the end results here's my like you can invite them over to your home and when they come over oh look at the walls who did you hire to do that? oh I did that oh wow wow and so it's just like you don't have to tell people when it's in the baby stages you could just show them like what you're capable of, because it's just so much easier to show someone the vision versus to tell them what you're gonna do. Because it's just hard. Like if I, I've never been an architect and you're telling me about these blueprints and these you know different calculations, some of this stuff might just go over my head or I may just not have an interest for it. So, but that doesn't mean once the whole, the full thing is built, I'm not gonna enjoy the view enjoy the scenery enjoy you know enjoy it so it's like sometimes we just have to have to know how to present things to certain people and sometimes we do have to know when a person is just completely utterly toxic for you 
and you just have to get them out of your space right yeah that's that's so true because some people don't even know that they're being toxic and a lot of people Mm -hmm. have their best interests at heart especially when it comes to family and so you don't want to not have them around but you do want to protect your dreams or your ideas so they don't destroy them like you said at the infant stage because honestly like you said sometimes you can't even have a grasp on how you're gonna even do this thing so you don't Mm -hmm. need extra doubt creeping into your mind because you told somebody else even a person that you love and i'm very i'm very and it's hard for me not to share so now even with that even even if i know a person might not even say something negative I don't even want to tell a person that may even think something negative about my idea because that is still setting out a frequency. Like you could still maybe in the in the way they look at you, they might be pulling something in. They might be like, hmm, or they might be like, great idea, but you know in the back of their mind that there's a doubt there. I don't mm. even want you to think about doubting my dreams so you know i want the person who's gonna say you got this and the person yeah. who who has been that person who's it's like you could really do whatever you want my brother and now my mother and so um but it wasn't always I, I, it, it has always been that way but it, it's still it's I don't know how to explain it. It hasn't always been that way. It's always been like for my mom, she's always told me I'll be great in the land. She's always said I could do whatever I want. But there's some out of the box things that I'm sure she's not used to. Um, But now she's really like, you can do whatever you want to. Stop doubting yourself. Do your best. Yes. But but it does take it does sometimes take them seeing it, like seeing my brother do his things and just different things, seeing Soul Feeling Podcast prosper to be like, oh, okay, oh. You know, and you, you know why? And you know why that is? Because it's like we're building our reputation. Mm. It's like, imagine if someone walked up to you and said, can I have $10,000 to build a car? you would would you just give it to them without knowing like let me see your work let me see other cars you built let me see you're gonna want to do some research in their reputation let me get 10 credible sources that has experienced your work before i just give you something and so sometimes it's like you give somebody your dream and they know you be sitting on the couch all day playing video games they know you not like Serious, you sleep until three o'clock, or you—they know certain things about your your habits that are not serious about this vision that you could be potentially presenting to them. So they're constantly thinking about all the. You're like, hmm, it doesn't seem like it's too credible. So you definitely want to make sure you you're a credible person. You build a a credible relationship, reputation, so to speak, so that people one can believe in your vision. Two. Sometimes it's not just that time for them to believe in the vision, but like you said, they will eventually come around once you build that reputation for the vision. And it, and that just makes me think, even if someone doesn't believe in our vision, it's not up to us to stop it. It's not up to us to let all their doubts sink in, even though they might pass. And of course you wanna eliminate the amount of doubts of outside sources, especially, but you wanna try to control, but this is just life if we be real we're being real somebody gonna doubt you somebody has to doubt you and that's when you think about all the stars not even just entertainers but if you just just think about a few entertainers like your Beyonce's your your Kanye's your whoever's but when you think about these these entertainers they're people they they went against the grain people may have thought that that was dumb Megan the Stallion like all these like you know, imagine how many doubts from family members, like, don't go be famous to twerk. And But it's like, it's deeper than that. It's like, y'all don't see it, but here, here it is. She's helping thousands of people in Houston. She's giving back. She's able to reach and touch more, more lives than she has ever done before. And then, and then she's happy. So it's like, you can't really beat that. <laughs> and so it's just like, people are not going to believe in your vision. It may seem completely absurd. But you still have to do it. You still have to just go for it, 
put on your, you have to have tough skin. The last thing I'm going to say about people is just that if you don't spend time with toxic people, then they can't hurt you. I think we, at the end of the day, we have control over, you know, who we spend time with and what, who we allow in our lives. And you just have to think about, you know, how people make you feel once you spend time with them. If you are, you know, spending time with a guy and you are just feeling down about yourself and, you know, crying and upset after you spend time with that person, then you might have to ignore those texts and those calls. If you, you know, hang out with certain people and you know, like your goal, my goal is to, you know, work on my faith, my fitness, my finances, my side hustle, and these people aren't, you know, helping me or um, encouraging me in those areas, but they're, you know, encouraging me to eat bad, to spend my money on reckless stuff, you know, out here sinning <laughs> and, you know, not working towards my business, then I got to cut the loose. Yeah. And then, um, you know, the same way that people can bring you down, I think places can bring you down as well. Um, it's the same thing. If I know that place that I stopped by on the way home is I'm going to go and get drunk and, you know, not going to be able to, you know, do what I need to do once I get home, then I might not need to go there. I know for me, I travel quite a bit. And the first place that I look up is Ross, Marshalls, TJ Maxx, Nordstrom Rack. And <laughs> <laughs> I know I can't, I can't go to those places no more when everything starts opening back up because then, you know, I'm going to spend all my little, you know, extra money that I just saved up <laughs> at these places. So it's like, you just have to be more mindful and more, like you said, Jazz, at the beginning, more intentional about who you spend your time with and where you're spending your time. Yeah. It just made me think about balance. You're right. Because it's not to say you, you can never go to, you know, you might need to pick up an outfit for an event or something, or you may need to, it may be a celebration. You need to turn up with your good friends and go to, you know, a turn up spot. But it's all about having that work into your life, your way of life. Like when you are writing out your, your work day, your schedule, don't forget to leave in like family time or, you know, put in those, those different things that you need to accomplish, take care of. And, you know, oh, it's supposed to be a celebration. My friend just graduated law school. I don't know. So y'all want to, you know, you're going to want to have a girl's night out. So put that in there, but not let it consume you. Like Kobe was saying, and those places like can take you away from your journey if you constantly visiting them regularly and they're becoming a habit so the thing that is making me think is we just really have to create those good positive habits those powerful habits that allow you to to really really achieve the thing that you want to do and i one way I, i've been reading i can't remember i just started reading a book and in this particular book, it's um, it's another real estate book. And but basically, we're just saying we have to create big, huge habits. Our habits have to be big. They can't just be like, you know, if we want to achieve something that we've never achieved before, we're going to have to start do a way of life differently from the way of life that we once lived. We have to be open to the new habits that we have to create. And so I actually had the the privilege I want to say to because okay so when I got my new phone so I just got a new phone it's a funny story how I got a new phone long story short my dad broke his phone and he needed a new phone and I've been needing a new phone y'all y'all know but and so it just kind of all worked out I gave him my old phone and I was able to get a new phone and so when I got my new phone my nieces and nephews they was like, oh, auntie, new phone, who this? Like, we need a new phone. Can you buy us a new phone? We want a new phone. Like, I swear, I have six nieces and nephews. I had Eva asking me for, for a new phone. This is uh, my daughter. And then I had um, my nephew. He was the first one because he wrote with me to get the new phone. Then when I get to the house, my niece my niece that's seven along with my niece that's 17 and my niece 
And I and oh here's the here's why I'm really getting the fifth degree because I helped one of my nieces, my 13 year old niece. I I helped her. I gave her some money to put toward her new phone. So I can help you when you come with your plan and you've been working and saving up and showing me that you you were serious about this new phone. And that's what I'm about to get to in a minute. I can I can contribute. But am I about to buy y'all a whole new phone? Auntie would love to. She would really love to. But realistically speaking, no. And so, the, but, so I was just thinking like, okay, what is a way I can really contribute? Cause I would love to help them buy a new phone, but you know, I want them to put in the time. I want them to feel like, like they worked for it so they can, when they get this new phone, they're going to appreciate it and they're going to technically have earned it. And so I was thinking to myself, I really want them to start creating good habits. And I felt like you know, what could I do to help them create good habits? I don't live with them. I'm not with them every day. And, you know, although I would like to, but I just, and realistically speaking, I can't. And so I was like, you know what, I'm going to send, because they're from ages 13 to 17. Those are the ones I'm real serious about the phone. I, I would actually contribute. And so it's three of them that's really serious. And I'm going to put the boy in this. So I created a little challenge and it's going to be called like the audio book challenge. And I'm going to pick an audio book. I'm going to give them questions to answer, like to prove that they actually read the book. And like some questions that you can't Google too. Like it's going to be real detailed. <laughs> so I want them to, because I'm like, okay, y'all can say y'all don't feel like reading, but you can't say you can't just listen to a book. So, and then eventually we're going to graduate and I'll make them actually read a book. But we're going to start baby steps. So I'm going to create a challenge. I'm going to pick an audio book that I feel like is suitable. That's going to really just get their mind into creating good, positive habits. And then whoever is the first to finish the audio book and, and answer the questions that I'm going to provide with it, I'm going to give them $100. And so I'll do this for probably like, you know, I'm going to space it out with my paychecks. So, um, but, and then of course my mom is going to help. So she'll put 50, I'll put 50. And so it, it's really affordable. And so I'm like, and then eventually um, my goal is to, I'm not even going to want to pay y'all. Y'all just going to be asking me, auntie, what's the latest audio book that you want to read um, that you're going to, cause I want to get their minds into, to creating good habits. And I want them to work for it and feel like they earned it. So why I wake up to a text message this morning talking about auntie, when you gonna send that uh, audio book thing you said you was gonna send us? I'm like, oh, okay, okay, I need to get on it. I need to get on it, okay. So, I, but I really wanted to help them create those good habits because that's what I'm realizing. If we would have create, created these habits from from birth or from just very, very young stage, these will already be second nature to us right now. And so we just really have to get into creating these positive habits. Whatever those habits may be, only God knows, only you truly know the habits you need to start and, and execute and follow through so that we can transform in the most divine way. Yeah. I think that's so important. That's cute too. <laughs> um, but what I wanted to talk about is just going back to being intentional is so important. And I know though I get on myself for just being so calculated on everything I do, I realize it's not a bad thing. Um, <laughs> I've actually realized like when I make calculated um, decisions, I have the best outcome. And um and so, you know, there was a phase where I'm like, let me just do what I want. Let me just, everybody else messing up, everybody else doing this, everybody else doing that. And let me, let me do this too. And so, but then that was like a very brash decision. But if we're being intentional about the decisions that we are making, you know, it really does lead to better decisions in the long run. And my mom was just talking to me about this today. She's like, Tiff, you know, you have time. Don't think you don't have time. She's like, haste makes waste. You know, she basically broke it down. Mm. Like, when you make these rash decisions and you're just jumping into things and things of that nature, you know, that starts things like divorce. That starts you having to start over and over again. And so, um, so I got back to myself of, you know, just being, making very calculated decisions, I'm not saying that um, we shouldn't take risks or stuff, but I found myself doing things 
because other people are doing it because I feel like I was missing out on stuff and in the long run it hurt me and so um what I'm saying is make good decisions for who who you are not for who someone else is not because mm. someone else is you're not that person people could do things that you can't do because you're a different person know what works for you and so when I'm just talking about trimming the fat I just want us to trim the fat within ourselves like I want us to to actually think about who we are in in this moment like what do you need to change what do you want and when I'm talking about trimming the fat I'm more so talking about trimming the fat in your life what are the traits that you need to focus on what are the traits and characteristics that you need to assess and look deep in and say why am I feeling this way why am I feeling jealous why am I procrastinating why am I doubting myself and work heal to know and overcome those bad habits so that you can live that grandiose life that you are meant to have and so you know trimming the fat I really want us to assess where we are in our life assess who we are and trim those bad habits and create better ones because that's the only way we're going to move forward you're not going to move forward by staying the same in life like plants we grow um and so even my mom just bought a sign basically saying like you have seeds and and these seeds can either become flowers or they could become weeds based on how mm. you treat them how are you watering yourself and so um yeah so I'm, that's what i'm saying just like it all goes down to slowing down and being intentional because a lot of times we want things so fast we want things so fast mm. not realizing when we slow down and think to ourselves okay what's a good decision mm. all right let me go okay you know when we think about the decisions making like do i really need this cover this mattress i don't know let me think do i really need this comforter well i am about to get a new apartment do i need to buy it now or should i buy it later okay, okay. i could go ahead and buy it now so i can um have this comforter and it won't be so many more expenses on me i know i really want this you know should i buy these dishes ah I'm not sure. I don't even know what the scheme of my kitchen's gonna be yet. Let me hold off on that. Um, but what I will say, you know when you are supposed to make the right like a rash decision because it'll be something like you said that you know, like you're tired of being in the same place, you need a new phone, you need a new computer, you need a new camera, you need a new relationship, you need to be with God, like you know when it comes down to it you know when you need to make a quick decision and that's when you're listening to your intuition but it's still intentional um so yeah <laughs> yeah i don't know where that came from but that i guess that just yeah that's good something you know both of y'all said that made it made me think about um just replacing you know the bad habits with good habits if you know that um you know, you want to be more productive or you need to change something, you know, just like jazz, like you said, just replacing those with something positive and um, incentivizing it. I think that's really good. Um, if you know, okay, I am a late night snacker. So instead of, you know, going for that, reaching for that chocolate or something, you know, reach for some coffee and then that's going to help or uh, some tea, some herbal tea, and that'll help you, you know, have a better night's sleep. It'll help you, you know, be calm, tranquil, you know, so just being more, like you tip said, being more intentional, just replacing those habits. And I think that'll help. Yes. I love it. I love it. It's, it's like, like Tiff, you were saying, when you're intentional, you can decipher the needs versus the wants. Right. And like the story with Kobe was saying, like, you you know whether or not you're supposed to when you wake up you have that inkling late night snack this is a want this is not a need you're not gonna you know nothing's gonna happen to you if you don't get out of bed and get that late night snack point of the story and so when you are making risk and i love that you hit on this too because this is so important because i know we're in the generation where everyone wants to yolo take risks you only live once you know yada 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 but 
when you take these risks, it I definitely think there's an art of taking risks. And intelligent people, I think, take really intentional risks, calculated risks. Those calculated risks. What is a calculated risk? A risk, and sometimes a calculated based on your prior knowledge, you can make some risks. You can make that decision to make it in 30.32 seconds. Other risks you might need to go do some research on. You might need to ask somebody that's um, an expert in this area who, who, or someone who's experienced a similar situation like this to get their input to weigh your decision. Not to say that they're going to make your decision, but they can weigh it, make you see the pros and cons. Like, okay, it could potentially work like that. And then once you literally see the benefits and the, the ways that it potentially, the cons, the pros and cons, then you really should make the decision. And once you make that decision, you should have no guilt. It should be, it should feel like you just made the best decision ever. You have no regret, you have no guilt. But if you think, okay, if I make this decision, am I gonna feel guilty about this? Am I gonna feel bad afterwards? Am I gonna feel drained, depleted, so forth and so on? And so sometimes you may actually have to make a bad decision to know that, okay, through experience, I know I don't want to make that decision no more because last time I did that, I was feeling like crap. I wasn't feeling the best. It, it wore me down. Or last time I did that, I lost a lot of money. So, or, and maybe it's not even to say you need to go about it and completely avoid it. It may just, maybe you need to go and approach something a little differently now. Like, okay, because true story, this makes me think about a time when, um, so I don't want to put Jarvis' business out there, but I'm going to put it out there. So Jarvis and I, we, um, so back last, so about, so we've been in, together for three years. So year one of our relationship, two years ago, he started selling, um, he used to do online sales by himself, but he wasn't very serious about it at this time. He would do it like sporadically and then you know it wasn't it wasn't necessarily something that he was using as a consistent side hustle it was just kind of more so a hot like uh something sells it sells if it don't it don't and so he had made up in his mind like i want to be serious about this i really want to he had been bring, talking to me trying to bring me up on board and you know eventually over time i did but at first in his beginning stage of him starting off and i think i told this story on one of the podcasts a long time ago but he basically was selling some shoes they were jordans and he and they were retail valued at i want to say like i think at 400 a piece each of them and he gave this guy a compound deal of selling two for 500 and so it was like literally a steal and so the guy bought them and he complained and so he requested a refund jarvis was new to ebay sales at this time so he issued the refund the guy didn't send the shoes back and so basically we're out of like merch and we're out of $500. And so it was just yeah. like, it was a, a very devastating loss. Like anybody, and actually after that, he was just like, you know what, I'm done with eBay. I don't really want to do online sales. You know, it's scammers out there. Like it's, it's not, not worth it. And so I don't know, a year comes around. He's still like, you know, I feel like, you know, that experience taught me wisdom. So maybe, you know, I can, well, actually I was just telling him like, you know, that's just wisdom. Now, you know, in the future, how not to issue a refund. It, it'll help you like just send us some encouraging words. So then fast forward in a year down the line, we then start together. And when I tell you it, the way we move is what way more cautiously by God's grace, we haven't incurred any scammers and we've been people have tried to scam, especially when I was selling my camera. Oh my gosh, I was getting scammers sending these bogus offers, sending fake eBay emails, fake PayPal information. It's crazy. So it, like anything you do, there's potential for loss. But I can say a year later, we've been consistently doing this, not even a year, maybe like going on a year, about 10, nine months later, being consistent and very serious and now putting those systems in place, we've made a lot of money off of it, way more than that $500 that we lost in the beginning. So some situations you may lose in the beginning just because of, you know, you don't know certain things. You're, you're just ignorant of situations. You might try um, to start a business and, and you know, it failed. So it seemed like it failed. We'll say it seemed like it failed. Maybe, you know, you, you were out of a lot of merchandise or you sold all your merchandise for 
you know, a low cost and actually didn't gain any money. And so now you just learn from these things. You say, okay, I know I can't sell it like that because I didn't get a profit. So you have to tweak. You don't have, the thing is we have to tweak our business plan. We can't quit or give up our business plan just because something doesn't work out. And so just when things happen, because they will, you just have to find it in you to research, persevere around, find another avenue so that, you know, we, you still get those results that we're all capable of. Yeah, I love that you said that because another thing I, I've been focusing on trimming in my life is uh, feeling guilty for past decisions and feeling mm -hmm. and having regrets for past decisions. And that could keep you just, it, it just does, it's just not a good feeling um and you have to go back to that well what did i learn from this now now i know better because no one wants to always be swallowing in the past or past mm. decisions just know that at that time you made the best decision that you can i mean if you didn't make the best decision that you can you made the decision that's life and now you have to move forward and yes. so really i like i hate being stuck in the past and I, i've been I've, you know, I've regretted some things, but like, that's life. And we know that everything works out for our good because so many things have worked out for our good. I always bring up the point, how many times I've been fired. And yes, there's some things that I could have not have done, but I've learned from them. But not only have I learned from them, now I'm happy. I was fired because my life is great. And so, um, and so it might not make sense now, but it will later and you just have to hold on to that faith that everything is going to work out for your good especially if you're being intentional about your decisions especially if you're making your decisions based out of love um so i'm really glad that you brought that up because yes we are going to fail and we're, we can't be scared to fail but see that failure as an opportunity to be even better um because like i mean that's just life and we have to be okay. We have to really train ourselves to be able to fight in life. Yeah. So. I love that you said, I love how you said um, that we, we have to, I lost it. <laughs> okay. You said, yeah, it's gone. Dang, I wish I knew where this was at too. And, and the thing is, like, when you're harboring on um, on past decisions that you made, it's almost like you're telling God, like, now you can't get anything better. Um, mm. And so, and that's actually stopping you from getting better. So it goes back to about three episodes ago when Kobe was talking about expectancy. You are feeling bad about your decision because you're not expecting a greater job a greater man, a greater apartment, a greater mm -hmm. mission in life, a greater hair style, I don't know, <laughs> you know, whatever it is, it's because you're regretting it because you're not believing that better is on the way. But mm. you have to turn that, that doubt off, that regret off, because you know that better is on the way. So, but if you don't believe, I don't see how you're going to get it. I just, I don't, because when you believe, it goes back to vibrating higher. When you believe you deserve something, your vibrations raise up to go and get that thing. And so I'm just learning this and like I said at the beginning, it's a practice because you're gonna get knocked down, but you have to do the work to be able to get back on top, to be able to raise your vibrations so you can live the life I want you to live. Yes 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 it's just like i think about when when we trim the fat it's just like a real real life workout when you are actually in workout mode you can work out all day all year all month but if you first don't believe in your mind that you were whatever your ideal self is before you start the workout you will never get there because you don't even see it in your mind's eye you have to see it in your your mind. It's as simple as that. And then seeing it in your head, like seeing like whatever that is, make sure it's inspiring. Whatever that whatever it is that you're seeing, <clears throat> make sure it's it's inspiring. 
because and not something that makes you feel um threatened so to speak so if you you put a a bank account of five billion dollars and you look at that every time and it makes you feel threatened like oh that's a lot of money i don't know if i'll ever be able to reach that then you might need to put it to to five thousand dollars so you can imagine yourself having a tangible amount and then once you reach five thousand you can now increase it little by little so going back to working out you you first have to see it in your mind because when you see it it gives you that motivation that belief in your mind is what's going to fuel your physical action so the fact that you believe you can have this is going to make you drive and want to work harder and it's not even going to feel like work it is and it, it it gets to the point to where we have to change how we feel about work. And I'm learning this now myself to not look at work as work, but making it something fun, making it something enjoyable, making it something like that, that, cause sometimes just being honest, you won't be able to do what you love to do all the time. You might have to do some things you don't love to do, but finding a way to put a twist on it so that it can be, you know, not, you can you'll make it feel like it's like an accomplishment or something when you when you're about to finish it like so that it doesn't feel like it's draining you because when things constantly weigh on you and drain you you'll eventually lose motivation for that thing so we have to find things find ways to make us stay engaged stay excited to create the the create to keep the creative juices flowing so that you can fuel yourself to get to your end goal if it, or and trim that fat so to speak and like tiffany's saying it's a practice it is a practice you could be doing it for three months and when three month month three creep in you could just start getting lazy and out the groove so you have to be able to identify that once that does come you have to check yourself and say what can i do to make this fun what can i do to you know really do i need to take a break from it do i need to step back for a couple days so that i can really you know in keep that ball of fire going so you really have to stay conscious stay intentional and then be able to see because you could be working out take that good uh thanksgiving weekend off or thanksgiving week off come back you like working out don't seem so appetizing right now i think i want to eat some more of this stuffing in this cornbread dressing i don't know but like so you really have to be like okay identify that and re remind yourself like i'm trying to achieve something here i'm trying to go for it and go how am i going to get there if i stay right here in this space and so that should be motivation in and of itself to keep you going but finding something else a why how is my daughter gonna break this generational curse or not even break this generational curse how she gonna bring in these blessings if i don't leave her something behind or my son or my you know make it real personal that will make you like really want to to like it just it just fuels you you don't even see the test you just see the person's eyes that you're doing this for because that's when i i remember when i look back to doing my mom's house when i was rebuilding it i really don't remember much of the process i mean i remember it very vividly if i'm consciously trying to walk myself through it but i don't remember being like drained i don't remember being too exhausted there was some days i ain't gonna lie i was feeling overwhelmed but even in the process looking back it's just like i wasn't thinking about the process as a process i was thinking about my mom like and how the security i was thinking about the why the angle like how what this is going to do for her how how this is going to benefit her her well-being i wasn't thinking about like oh i gotta go and send this email i wasn't so and i'm now i'm like wow if i just apply that to everything i do then yeah. we'll be able to accomplish so much more and that's what they always say what's your why what's your why what is your why yeah yeah, yeah i'm glad you brought that up it just makes me think of like especially when you said take a break because i need to take a break um from our social our soul filling social media because it wasn't working and sometimes mm -hmm. you have to like um i mean it's, it's good y'all go look at it but like it wasn't consistent like I wanted it to be. And so like, I know I needed time to do other things that I knew I needed to finish for myself in order mm -hmm. for me to put my full focus there. That's one thing. But um, so just regrouping and ass assessing, it is okay to take a break sometimes, especially if something's not working. If something's not working, don't do the same thing. Reassess, regroup, and do something different. 
Um, but this is something I saw t um, today. It's from Jordan Sate, Sate Fitness. But this is, it says X motivation, action, results. So like most people think they need motivation to act and then get results, but really it's action first. Then you see your results, and that's the motivation to keep going. Mm. And so I was like, that is so true. And yes, you're right, Jazz. You need to have the why in, in mind to even get started. But what keeps people going more than anything is seeing the results. That's giving you mm -hmm. the motivation. And so even when I've been feeling yes. bad the, these couple of weeks, I was feeling bad, but like, um, but I knew I was going to get better. So I was taking the actions and the actions resulted into hmm, each day. I feel better. Mm, okay. And then now that's the motivation to keep going. Now I'm like, I'm so happy. And so, so that's like, and that's in anything that's in soul feeling like, okay, we take the action. We're producing, we're producing content. Okay. We see the results. People's lives are being changed. Now that's the motivation because it, that goes back to our, why we even started. Wow, we got a message that this really helps someone. Mm. I gotta keep going. And so even when you don't see it fully, think about the why and take the action because the action and those results from the action is what's gonna keep you going. That's a great point. It's like little checkpoints, little milestones. That yeah. That is definitely the truth because it, it does. And I was thinking about that. It was those checkpoints. I didn't even think to even think about those that kept me motivated. Like, oh, we're almost close. Like it just makes you feel like, oh, we're 75% done. Oh, we're 85. We're almost there. So yes, I definitely agree. Yes. And the last thing for me um, that I'm cutting and trimming out of my life and that's helping me you know, take action and feel more motivated to get things done is uh, my surroundings and uh, my possessions. So I'm trimming, like I think about my room, like right now I'm sitting on the floor, y'all. Like literally, I am sitting on the floor. Girl, we and, can't too. Uh, and, um, you know, so that's one thing I need is a desk. You know, so I'm now like thinking about and rearranging my room and thinking about what I need to be more productive, to be more happy, to be more tranquil and calm. And so I'm thinking about, you know, what do I need to trim? What do I need to add, remove, you know, replace in my, you know, space to help me be more, you know, productive. Um, I have stuff in here that I don't need, stuff in here from 10 years ago. I'm like, why do I still have this I got, I got this 10 years ago when I was going off to college I just I don't even use this I don't need this right. you know which I, we're all guilty of we have stuff from when we were babies you know and I know some of that stuff is sentimental but you know it's a lot of things that we do carry on to and hold on to that's mm -hmm. it's just it's not adding any value to our lives so um, the other thing is and the last thing I don't have a tv in here right now so you know just exiting out all that um excess stuff um i'm now putting my phone across the room so i'm not scrolling late at night and you know waking up scrolling in the morning so mm. that's the other thing just being cautious and trimming the, the things out of my the possessions and things that i don't need mm. Mm. I'm so glad you said that. That's so good. Oh my God. Now I want to talk so much more. I have so much. No, right. We don't have to do a whole nother podcast about like, you know, holding on to things because that's energy essentially. And we're carrying on like some of those energies that we may or may not want. So just decluttering. Oh, that, yeah, that makes me think. Yeah, so we, have, no, we have a whole podcast on decluttering and organizing. Yes. We need to. I've been wanting to do that. Okay. That might need to be our next episode. Yes. <laughs> oh, wait, our next. I have another right. idea too after that. Hey, okay. Drop okay. them in the, uh, the group message. <laughs> All right. All right, y'all. So, uh, what time is it? It's affirmation time. It's affirmation time. It's affirmation time. I feel like we got real ratchet on that one. I felt it. I felt it. <laughs> so yeah, I don't know. Um, if this is your first time tuning in on the Soul Feeling Podcast, we always, 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 always end our podcast with a positive affirmation. So what the heck is an affirmation? An affirmation is any statement that you are using to transform your 
life. Either you're transforming your life for the good or you're transforming your life for the not so good. Um, even in the Bible, y'all, it states, let the weak say, I am strong. So on those days when you feel in, sick and tired, down and out, not like your best self, don't speak that over your life. Instead, speak positive, uplifting, encouraging words over your life and watch your words move mountains all up and through your life, y'all. Speak things like, I'm powerful, I'm getting better and better every day. God is leading the way, you know, just speak life. So I'm affirming that there are millions, billions, trillions of y'all out there tuned in because y'all are all divinely meant to be tuned in. And we're going to go ahead and end this thing off. So who wants to go first? I'll go. I am happy. I am the best version of myself. I am intentional. All right, guys, Soul Filling Podcast everywhere, S-O-U-L-F-I-L-L-I-N-G. Make sure you subscribe to everywhere we at. We're on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and YouTube. Um, and so just leave us your love. Share something. Uh, and that's really it. We love you guys so much. We will talk to you next week on Tuesday. Until next time, soulmates. Bye. Bye. Bye.